Welcome to No Budget Dreams. I'm Kelsey Nicole. Uh, No Budget Dream is the perfect pitch that you have for a project you'd create if money and intellectual property were no object. I have this conversation with my friends and we decided to build a podcast around it. So that being said, we do talk about current media and we do have discussions about other people's work and things that have inspired us to our no budget dreams or things we'd like to see. So know that we try to come from a positive place, but if there ever is an opinion that you don't agree on or we get skew a little negative towards something that you may enjoy, just know that this is an open forum and you're welcome to reach out to me or come on and talk about your no budget dream and why that situation or why that piece of media is better than I think it is. I'm always open to discussing that. Um, Unless it's about wrestling, then I just, I really just don't care. I will never like it. So uh, that also leads me into spoilers. Uh, We try to notate spoilers as much as possible. And this is a very spoiler heavy episode, especially if you're reading Tom King or the current Night Ring run. So anything that Tom King's writing right now, we're kind of talking about it. Um, Also Nightwing. It's going to be really, really hard for me to notate spoilers this episode. So I would say if you're not caught up and um, you are concerned about anything that you might hear, Um, please go ahead and skip it uh, and come back and listen to it later when you've caught up because I just don't want to ruin anything for you. I don't want to be the person that uh, ruins that thing that you're really excited for, the big reveal of something, uh, who dies in Endgame, that sort of thing. So just know that uh, I'm here. I understand. I understand where you're at and maybe this is an episode to skip for now. Um. So I will introduce my guest after I talk about some social media real quick. I do. You can reach out to us, like I said, uh, nobudgetdreamspod at gmail.com, nobudgetdreamspod on Instagram, and nobudgetdreams at or at no budget dreams on Twitter. You can also check out nobudgetdreams.com, which needs some updating. I've just been kind of lazy. I'm not going to lie. It's February and it's gross and weather sucks and I kind of just want to curl up on the couch and do nothing. So I will work on that, I promise. Uh, So my guest this week, her name is Allie Elman. She works for Collector's Paradise in Pasadena, California. She is a manager there and she's been in the comics industry for a long time and is very passionate about it, has lots of great ideas about it. And she's really one of those ones that I think is going to change the change of the world of comics if you give her the right tools. And she's already working on it. So I will have a little bit of music, then our ad, and then we'll be back with Allie. Hello? Hello. Hello. How's it going? It's good. How's Chicago? Cold. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard this. Yeah. It's uh it was like cold and then it got warm and now it's real cold again. Hell yeah. What a what a journey. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Midwestern journey, that's <clears throat> for sure. It's actually been pouring rain in California and pretty cold as well, I'd like to say. Like, you know, 50s, 40s. 
So, well, and that was I, us. I mean, that was us when it warmed <clears throat> up. It was like it, nice. We had the polar vortex, and mm-hmm. then two days later, it was fifty degrees outside. Yeah. And then it was like, all right, fine, cool. That, that's how it do. And then a couple days later, back to seventeen. Noise. And then it, you know, seventeen, but feels like negative thirty-five. Jesus. I know. It's so been sweet. an adventure. Yes, yes. Um, I do have to tell you really <clears throat> quick about the dream that I had, though, with you in it. Yeah. Um, so. You were, you were in town, but I was in California. And you Wait, came. Into- I was in Chicago. Yeah. And you were in California. And I was on vacation in California. Oh, no. And then, I know, right? But you... What a mess. I know. (laughs) Just comedy of errors. But you were here, and since you were visiting, you were going to cat sit for me since I was in California. Oh, well, that makes sense. Right. And so I came in, and I hadn't left yet, but, like, for some reason, my flight got delayed, or I couldn't remember the exact reason I hadn't left, but I was embarrassed and didn't want to tell you. Instead of because apparently I couldn't just say, Hey, my flight got delayed, you don't have to come one day. So you came over to like feed my cats, so I hid under the bed so that you wouldn't be <laughs> mad at me. <laughs> and that was I don't remember what other context it was, but you just like came in and were like feeding my cats and like just minding your own business. And I was like hiding under the bed, terrified you would find me. <laughs> because that would have been such a rude thing to say. Like uh, like, so, if I came all the way to Chicago just to cat sit, and right. your ass was still there. Yeah. You would have been like, yeah. this bitch. <clears throat> yeah. That's how I feel right now. Yeah. I think I'm going to dream that reaction. <laughs> just your response to, God damn it, I went all the way to Chicago to cat sit for you, and you didn't even leave. Yep. Oh, worst friends ever. Yeah. I, I'm a pretty good friend in this scenario. Yeah. You really are. <laughs> I mean, no, you were in town anyway. So thank, you didn't just fly out to Catsit for me. You just happened okay. to be in town. And I was like, oh, oh okay. man, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to California. What a weekend to do that. And you're like, well, I can watch your cats. <laughs> because you <laughs> didn't get to meet them when you were here for C2E2. It's true, but and I'm I think coming that's... back yes. for this C2E2. Perfect. Yes. I almost wasn't going to go to C2E2. Well, you cut that shit right out. Well, no, I'm going. And it wasn't because I didn't want to. It was because I didn't. I, like, I'm also going to Star Wars Celebration. And I was like, oh, that's a lot of money in oh, yeah. a, a short amount of time to be spending. And, you know, yes. two conventions, one right after the other, I'm not, I don't have that kind of money. Yeah. And then, and I didn't really want to buy a ticket after I'd already spent $200 on Star Wars tickets. Wow. And then, right, they were not a cheap date. No. <laughs> so, and then the, um, and then because I'm now on the CNSC board, they were like, we'll just give you a pass. And I'm like, Sick. all right, peer pressure me into it, I guess. That's the best way to go to a show. Hell yeah. I know. I'm so, so proud. I know. And so, and so Caitlin's going to be my accountability buddy to make sure I don't spend any money. <laughs> so <Good> look. <laughs> well, I don't I mean the worst as long as I stay out of Artist Alley, I should be fine. That's usually where I spend all my money. 
Yep. So I'm or, thinking about doing a photo op for the first time, but it's $120. <laughs> Who do you want to do a photo op with? It's these fucking wrestlers. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fair. It's, it's these wrestlers, but I feel like by then I'll have, you know, some muscle in my arms. So I want yeah. it's it's all about just taking a sweet like pose pick with them. But I don't know if it's worth $120. I know. I've I I deal with that all the time and I was cuz last year I wanted to do Char- I wanted to do Charlie Cox. I mean, oh, I yeah. still want to do Charlie Cox. Well, we all I mean. yeah. Yes. But I wanted to meet I, I wanted to do, to do the photo op with Charlie Cox, but I'm like is it worth it if I don't get to grab his ass? Because, like, that's, like, going to be a whole thing. And, like, I'd get arrested for it. Like, I would totally be willing. But also, but also, like, do I want to sexually harass him also? And, like, do I, can I sit with myself so I didn't do it? (laughs) I'm glad. Also, he was only there on Sunday. And by then I was like, I don't even want to be here anymore. Usually when you ask yourself, like if you're drawing a diagram and you're asking yourself, it, should I sexually assault this person? It should, <laughs> it should go to no. Right, exactly. And I feel like I made, rule the, I, I made the wise choice there to yeah. not, not sexually assault someone. I commend that. See how easy that was? Too? Right, like, right. People act like it's just so hard. And I you know. really want to squeeze his ass, but you said, no, I'm not going to do that. Right. I, I no. made the, the conscious choice not to make another person with my needs yeah and i again you're right that is the wildest concept i've ever heard of in my entire life insane yeah i can't believe that that is um so hard for some people to grasp true (laughs) true so did you see the internet thing about the sex dungeon house Oh, God. That doesn't even narrow it down, honestly. No, like, so there was, like, uh, so Pen- there was a house in Pennsylvania, and it's only because this is, like, immediately on my mind, and I've been talking about it for the entire day. But oh, there was no. a house in Pennsylvania up for sale, and they posted a bunch of And it's just a normal-looking house, and it's, like, a, a little, me- like, McMansion. And, you know, under a million dollars, which is surprising for the size of the house. You know, looks like a normal average house. And then there's, you get to the basement and it's a fully furnished sex palace. Like, swing, sex swing and a bed with harnesses and like some volley horse thing. I'm not sure what it's used for, but I'd find out, you know, and it's just, they, and they posted it as like, and in the basement, there's like this adult sexual oasis. (laughs) They were calling the listing 50 Shades of Maple Glen. Oh, and I thought it was going to be much darker than this. No, but it's act- it was actually really, it was actually kind of cool. Like it was, okay. it was approached in a very wholesome manner. Like, by the way, there's also a sex dungeon in the basement and it yeah. looks really nice. Like it's very well kept. And then they said, Hey, but you know, the, a part, the whole place comes with fully furnished so you can keep all that stuff. But if you don't want the sex dungeon, it's a fully finished basement so you can do whatever you want with it. <laughs> and then they you took can- all you can you can take all of it and put it in a dumpster and you know <laughs> give someone else a real a real treat. someone else a great swing yeah put that swing in the backyard no I'd one will ever know out of the trash yeah right yeah, yeah. I, so I'd be like what whose kid threw away the swing what an idiot right so then people I guess got mad about it in the neighborhood and so they took down the listing 
Uh, or oh, they, the listing wow. is still up. They, the listing is still up. They just changed the listing so it wasn't called that anymore. They took out the part about the sex basement wow. and then took off like the ten pictures or whatever of the sex basement. And I'm like, come on, that was the selling point. Like, yeah, it's the year of our Lord 2019. Why are we still upset about people having sex? <laughs> like. Who gives a yeah. shit? The only people who got hurt in that situation were people who consensually agreed to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, one would hope. One would hope. Yeah. Probably. And, like, the story of why the house was for sale is the guy who owned it, his, you know, his kids had grown up and moved out and his wife passed away. So he was, I don't need this big-ass house anymore. And I definitely no. don't need the sex toys. <laughs> Nor do I need a sex dungeon. <laughs> right. I don't need a dungeon anymore. And I'm moving in. I'm moving closer to my grown family and like put my house up for sale. Yeah. Fair enough. So. So, yeah, that's been the uh, main attention of my day. That and Caitlin's um, Batman listens to Yacht Rock. Oh, playlist. Oh, yeah. She's been going crazy with the playlist. I really appreciate it. Well, um, so uh, Ladies Night was this past on Wednesday was uh, Fan Mix Wednesday. Nice. So we were all brought in our fan mixes of our OTPs for Valentine's oh, Day. That's great. And uh, so she, hers was Bruce and being a dad. <laughs> and so uh, he just listens he's to such Yacht a bad, Rock. He's a bad dad, though. All the children die. Oh, yeah, I guess they have all died now. I think they, they all have died. I think so. Cat, Cass hasn't. Yeah, but I wouldn't. But she did go away for a while. She's not one of the main four Robins, though. You know, right? But she has but one you of the point. She is one of the adopted children. Yeah, so. and you you could say Batgirl as well, right? Who who has not died, to my knowledge? Uh, Babs hasn't. But boy, no. did she get paralyzed. Oh yeah. And um, Stephanie and, died, though, when she was Robin. Yes, that's true. And um, there are, f- so there are, f- but there are five main Robins, and all five of them now died. Five: Damien, Todd, uh, Jason, uh, Tim, Dick and Dick. Dick. That's four, right? Oh, that is four. Okay. Oh, I count Stephanie. So there is. Ah, yeah. I love so, it because she was the Robin count that and then she died she did yes yeah and you know what i don't think she's come back uh no she's back she's Uh, um she came back in batman eternal or batman and robin eternal she was hanging around with uh harper Rowe. good shit showed up and they kind of like reintroduced spoiler and she hasn't really been around since but she's she exists again in the world and now that it's not, you know, we're the weird in between space of like it was the new fifty two, but now it kind of isn't anymore. And then rebirth happened. Yeah. Now, now I think she's kind of around. She's just not around. Yeah. Maybe they'll kill her in Heroes in Crisis. <laughs> I mean, who haven't they killed? Yeah. It's uh, that's been an interesting story. Still, still bitter about it. Like I'm willing uh, to I don't see think where it really. goes. I don't think I don't know if you read the most recent issue, but there's like yeah, a big yeah. and it's yeah. So it's like, oh, like this body is a different body. It's not. Yeah. It's not. I, so it's what a cop out. <laughs> I know. I got to say. I mean, but, it's the same. I mean, it's no diff- it's no different than any other event that ever happens. It's like absolutely going to be forever. 
you, you know can't, and you can't yeah you can't go into it being like oh my god these characters right. are dead it'd be yeah. nice if you could right for sure but you can't. it would be nice if a death would stick especially every time they killed barry i really would like barry yeah. to stay gone yeah but, so um, wally can rule so supreme just, right wally is the only flash we need <laughs> yeah matt streets would agree with you on that <laughs> and he's the biggest flash head right yeah um yeah no i you know, I, I like Tom King, so I'm willing to see where it goes. Yeah, you know, I also, it might not be my favorite execution. I mean, the wedding thing happened the way I wanted it. I didn't want him to get married. So, so yeah, that's pretty smart on your part because anyone who fucking expected them to get married, like, has not been paying attention to comics. Right. And all these retailers were like, "What?" And it's like, dude, like, why of course you, not. Why did you think that that was gonna go well? <laughs> Listen like, to it. Have you listen? Have you read <laughs> comics before? Specifically, Batman right. comics. Do you know, it's chaos. Do you know anything about Batman at all? Yeah. So I don't know. And honestly, like, so that wedding happened. You know, people were super pissed, but then I made a ton of money, and everyone else did too, and um, and had to reorder the wedding issue and sold it, even though people knew what happened. They still wanted to read it. And then the, and then the Cyclops, um, no, no, not Cyclops. And then the Colossus Kitty Pride wedding happened and they didn't get married. Instead it was, uh, Rogue and Gambit. And everyone was like, that's sick as hell. We love that. And I'm like, okay. So now, uh, in the last month, fucking they marry, um, Ben and Alicia of Fantastic Four and they actually get married. And, oh, guess what? No one gives a shit. Right. Like. That's not something to, to work happy. up to. <laughs> well, that aside, it's like, okay, like, we're watching these characters go through torture, like, on a daily basis, and, like, all these sacrifices and all this shit, and, and this is this is a denouement for you, is, like, fucking wedding? I don't know. Right. Listen, the, I, listen, I bought several issues of the wedding issue. I knew what was going to happen. I was yeah. happy with how it went. But the covers were beautiful, and you know what? The now there, now there are art pieces in my apartment, and that's why I bought a million copies of it. And you know what? I was glad that people got money from it, because yeah. and that the retailers made money off of me buying the variant covers because they it was beautiful artwork. It is yeah. art in my apartment. I don't care that they didn't get married. I get beautiful Joelle Jones bright wedding dresses on my wall. Yeah, I don't even seriously. like Catwoman. Like, I do not care about Catwoman as a character at all. So that's saying something. But that's a beautiful wedding dress. And I put that shit on my wall. That's amazing. See, that's a testament to the success of that issue. Even though people will bitch and moan, it was a very, of the three weddings, it was the most successful. And frankly, people can suck my dick over it. Well, right. Well, and also, if you're actually reading the comic and didn't just pop in to see if Batman and Catwoman would get married. Yeah. You'd know that the way Tom King has set it up, the annual that happened just before the wedding, they do eventually get married. It might not be in that issue, but in Tom King's version, that is that the last um, like date nights and last rites, like yeah. that annual, they're married. <laughs> like, yeah. He, he dies of old age. Spoilers, but he dies of old age with exactly. her at his bedside with him, and they were married for years. So yeah. why are you mad about it? It didn't happen the way that we think it's going to happen, but it's probably going to happen. <laughs> like, yeah. Or at least awesome. in that version of things. 
Exactly. So calm down. And you know that even if he does have them get married by the end of his whatever hundred issue run or whatever he's doing, who yeah. gives a shit? The next writer's just going to change everything. <laughs> you know why? Because that's how comics work. That is how comics work. So it won't even matter. So just enjoy the ride. Right. Just enjoy the ride. It's cool. It's going to be over really soon. The roller coaster's going to stop. You can get off and puke, whatever you need to do. He's just going to uh, get shot in the head and na- change his name to Rick. <laughs> Every time I have a serious head trauma, I'm like, you know what? Name change. <laughs> right? But <laughs> it's fair. It's fair because I bet you don't like it, and I understand why. No, it's stupid I, as hell, but. I don't hate it. I think that okay. it's not what I wanted it to be. Like, there are glimmers of things that I was like, you could have written a really cool story about recovery, yeah, um, which is true. what I would have enjoyed reading. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's fine. I don't really love Scott. Lobdell anyway now that he's and he's taken it over so I'm just like eh, I'll just ride this out see what mm-hmm. happens it's at least something that I can make jokes about yes and, you know I'm not viscerally angry like a lot of people are I'm like this too shall pass that all things pass you know <laughs> I have put up with worse things in my history of comics than just calling Dick Grayson Rick for a while yeah <laughs> it's I've a more made, modern name well I've made great jokes about it like Dick Grayson loves Nick or Rick Grayson loves Nickelback. Um, it's his favorite band. That um, makes sense. One of the songs on Caitlin's Yacht Rock um, mix is um, "Hold the Line" by Toto. And right on. Uh, I said Bruce has been listening to that constantly since Selena left him on the roof. And then <laughs> plot twist: that's why Rick Grayson happened. And it's just like, listen, Babs, I actually remember everything. But if I hear hold the line one more time, I'm going to shoot myself. So I just <laughs> needed a break. So let me just ride this out until Bruce gets his shit back together. I love it. When he's done listening to hold the line on repeat, I'll come home. And it'll be like, miraculous recovery. I remember everything. It's fine now. So Yeah. I like that <laughs> twist. Right? I would jump back on Nightwing. I've also made some crazy theories about, like, the wedding issue or, like, the Hmm. prelude. Like, Mm -hmm. what if... Oh, yeah. What if if that's not Dick? What if it's Hush? Yeah. We don't know if he's not the one that came through the portal. We just know one of them did, but now they look the same. Yeah. Just saying. It's a good point. Which would make sense. Maybe he doesn't actually not remember anything. He didn't know it in the first place. Because it's not him. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Just saying. There's so many ways they could play it. Or it yeah. could just be a dumb storyline that we'll forget about in a year anyway. I gotta say that, honestly, Kelsey, it's gonna be that last one you just said. I know. Absolutely <laughs> it is. I can have a, one, a lot of really great ideas about yes. how I would twist this. But absolutely. it's absolutely gonna be a dumb storyline we forget about in a year. Yeah, it's, and we'll all just move matter. on with our lives. Just, yeah. <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah. So we'll just write it out for now, and I'll I'll keep reading it and laughing every time I put down an issue and be like, "All right, well that happened," and we'll and it'll you know. trail further and further away from right. a sensible story, and right. you'll go, "Well, yeah, that's what I expected." <laughs> None of this makes sense. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't have to make sense. It's Rick. <laughs> <laughs> 
that should totally be like the name of a volume like not even just the name of story arc like volume one it doesn't have to make make sense sense. like it's rick that's been like one of my friends her constant response to me every time i say something annoying is shut up rick oh no it's getting used against you already it's fine it's fine you know, like I said, yeah. we'll forget about it in a year and we'll move on to yeah. something new. So true. <clears throat> like, who do you think will, uh, you know, Eric Esquivel was going to write Nightwing. I think that's why they set things up. And so I think it's really funny. I have a lot of, um, I, I know a lot about, <laughs> I've known about that situation for like three years. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it was amazing because for the longest time I was like, why is this guy's career still going? And then right, right before he got really hot, oh, the rug got pulled out from under him. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, listen, I really miss Sam Humphreys is all I'm going to say. That was a real good run and I was really happy with it. Yeah. uh, I really miss him. He's great. I don't know. He is great. I haven't read his Harley run because I just can't give a shit about Harley Quinn anymore. But I know I'm the same way. Um, I like watching him on DC Daily though, so that at least yeah. I get to watch him. Oh on, yeah, he's on he's, DC Daily. Yeah, that's right. He's so great. Yeah, he if is. he's at C2E2, like let me introduce you because he's Please in a couple do. signings and he is just like the sweetest little pea. Please do. I would love yeah. that. Um, I want to tell him how much I enjoy him. Yeah, he so. did this, like, weird-ass Christmas signing for us. I think it was a Nightwing issue. Uh, and the artist and and him were there. And you had to, like, play poker with them or blackjack or something. And well, that won makes sense. A thing. Yeah. Because the run, his run was, like, largely based around a casino. So that counts. Okay. So that explains a lot about something that happened. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, clearing things up. But oh, yeah. it's all coming together now. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad somebody's here to tell me this shit. Because I don't know. Because it's certainly... not like I work in a store or anything. I know. I'm not like the manager of that store. Mr. Manager. Mr. Big Dick Manager. Full title. It's <laughs> <laughs> what I write in my time cards. Uh, I'm going to, that's what I'm getting you for your birthday. It's just a, I'm going to get you one of those like desk plaques that it's just going to say Mr. Big Dick Manager on it. I would seriously love that so much. <laughs> Tom Morrison sent me a pin that said Mr. Manager, like when I first Perfect. moved, it was great. So now I need the addition of Big Dick. Yep. Yeah. It's or done. Some, not complete. <laughs> so that does sort of segue into my, my dream my one dream oh perfect tell me tell me your dream me dream me dream Uh, (laughs) me sleep me Me dream (laughs) me aspire me hope (laughs) is this a this feels like it's a it's like a really bad lantern oath Like like the laziest fucking lantern. (laughs) Just like the gray the gray lantern. (laughs) It's just the emotion is just meh. (laughs) I love that. We have a hot idea here. Don't let Jeff Johns hear this fucking podcast because he will steal this shit. Um okay, so my my dream that (laughs) me dream 
that I have mentioned on Facebook, of course, yes, is that I would love to be the Gordon Ramsay of comic book stores. So it would be like Kitchen Nightmares. Okay. And I would go around, and maybe I would have someone with me. I don't know, maybe it'd be Sam Humphreys, although he's kind of too nice. I don't know what kind of dynamic I need to be, like, m- maybe a good cop. I don't know. But I'm bad cop for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're the Gordon Ramsay, maybe you have, like, yeah. that person who's your who's your nice person who comes in and is, like, says what you say but nicer well i could i could do i could do the um i don't want anyone to be nice to them but i okay, could okay. do the goofy waiter from master chef who kind of is there for comedic relief i kind of just need a comedic relief perfect and then so that i'm gonna go into all these stores these small stores run by like neck beards and i'm gonna be like here's everything that's wrong with your store and mostly it's gonna be like hey here's a swiffer consider it because when <laughs> you go to shows friend seriously when you go to a convention okay first of all dust is made up of like what skin and paper um mm-hmm. that's all there is in a comic book store so um yeah it gets everywhere and then if you go to a convention you'll see these booths with like caked on dust on their toys and it's like dude you moved this toy at least twice in the last like two days and you weren't like oh oh it's just, like, these little details that they miss that I right. think is so sloppy. And so I just want to go in there and be like, this isn't, like, how do you do shit? And it would be great. And they'd be like, oh, this woman, this, like, young woman is telling me what to do. And I'd be smashing the patriarchy. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, no, I think that's great. So it would be, so you'd go, so, it, you know, there's, there was a show on Bravo um, called Tabitha salon takeover makeover or salon takeover Mm -hmm. and then it's also and then they would also then it just became tabitha takes over because she like branched out outside of salons and she would come in and be like your staff is wrong your place isn't clean everything sucks about you (laughs) yeah like teach them how to like and then she'd like clean up their store and so it would be like the same kind of thing as like kitchen nightmares or like Hell's yes, Kitchen, that exactly. kind of thing. Yeah, it would be like I was in this swirling nightmare. And I don't know, I, I feel like I, I know that some of Kitchen Nightmares is staged. So I would have to like kind of throw rats, <laughs> pull like put dead rats <laughs> in my pockets. Or maybe uh, maybe <laughs> underneath like one of the new release racks, there's like a, the skeleton of a child. And I'm like, oh, guys, <laughs> see, now this is a real problem. This, you really need to clean more often because this child died back here and you didn't notice. This child was just trying to figure out why Spider-Man was in the Civil War. Yeah, and he got lost in the back issues and no one was there to help him or care. So that's, and I'm sure I can get, you know, the prop guys to make me a, a child skeleton. So Absolutely. I mean, or we could just get you a real one. I'm sure we could find someone somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, we do want it to be authentic. So. Right. Honestly, I might actually find a child skeleton in one of these stores. Right. You don't know. You don't know that know. that's not already there. Yeah. But I know my store, like when I took it over, it was just, like, there were broken glass shelves everywhere, and the bathroom took, like, an entire bottle of wet wipes. I mean, there's a lot of little fucking wet wipes in there. It took all of them to clean it, and I was just like, what is happening? 
So. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm a little bit of Gordon Ramsay and Mary Poppins, and <laughs> that's that's my resume. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. Thank you. I think so. Would you have like would you have like a full budget around it where you would have like you could go in and just like completely make over the store, or would you go? Would it it just be like a cleaning thing? You know what? So it's not exactly like a restaurant where there's tables and whatever. I feel like I could maybe update floors that were shitty and lighting, like change because lighting has a lot to do with with retail and and should match what you sell right man honestly like a lot of stores would really fucking appreciate that because no for sure right so it would be kind of nice in that way so it also it could be a little like bar rescue too where it's like yeah you're a you're not only i'm not coming in just to smash the patriarchy like that's the main portion of what i'm doing but also yeah. I'm coming in to maybe help your struggling business by giving you a fresh coat of paint and some new shelves. You know, it would be that and it would be like, hey, like, because obviously in this type of show, usually the the store itself submits a tape or something. Yeah. So so if they were like, yeah, I feel like I can't connect to my younger customers or this type of customer, or that customer, hopefully I would be able to be like, let's talk about this. And we would help them be able to kind of reach out to people more. Um, yeah, I'm into that. You yeah. could like, well, because you're good at like doing the so- at social media and stuff for like you did it when you did it for your the store here, and yes. um, you know, being able to go in and be like, hey, you should be more active about this stuff on social media. Get attention out for this thing. Have you yes. tried reaching out to these other businesses? And like, those shows always are good when they help them, you know, sustain the business also. How cool would it be if they were, like, feuding comic book stores and maybe I bridged them? (laughs) Right? Listen, Marvel and DC can't do it, but you guys could come together. (laughs) That's awesome. They can't seem to fix their feud. And then the last episode would be me going back to Graham Crackers and having a major (laughs) showdown with John Robinson. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna fix all your stores. Yeah, right. No, just me actually... and Earl. Yeah, I was gonna say Earl. <laughs> like, kind of, dude. Of course, Earl is my co-host. How did perfect. I not see that? That right. He's perfect. That's, that's built-in comic relief. He's funny. He's yes. hilarious. He he's is hilarious. The, he's, he's got the quips and and he's realistic and he knows everything about comics. Dude, right. if I honestly like, I swear to God, like I would love to do this. <laughs> that would like, be great. I think it would be great for Earl, too, although he doesn't like to travel, but I would make him for sure. I mean, I feel like I feel like if you're getting it to the point where you're getting a budget behind it and it's like a show that you're producing, I feel yeah. like you could figure out the travel in a way that would make everybody comfortable. Like, I'm oh, guarant- uh, I guarantee you those people like Gordon Ramsay's not getting on a on a Southwest flight. Oh, no, no. But um I'm just going to say that shows how little you know about Earl. (laughs) This mofo, I don't think, has left Illinois. So, Oh, wow. Ever? But I don't know know that for a fact. He might listen. He might be able to fact check that. But, but yeah, no, he's he's content in Chicago. But I would hope that if we made a bunch of money off this show and, I don't know, he probably wants to be an artist foremost. So I'd be like, look, look, guys, get this great. Bernie Wrightson awesomeness (laughs) 
and everyone would be happy. Yeah, no, I like this. I think that's a great idea. Like, I feel, you know, instead of having the negative, like, I feel like anytime the comic industry gets some sort of, like, mainstream attention in the se- in the realm of not movies or TV shows mm-hmm. or, like, mainstream attention at, like, San Diego Comic-Con, mm-hmm. you know, it's always things that are not putting us in the most positive light. Even you though know, it ha- has become most, very mainstream. But, like, yeah. comic book men is not a gr- – mm-hmm. is, like, that is still largely a very neckbeardy and very, like, insider baseball and, like, not a fun experience for people who aren't a fat white man who didn't yeah. have friends growing up, you know? Yeah, it's cool. Like, I like coming in at the angle that mainly, you know, in this industry – more than sexism, I feel ageism. I feel like yeah. I've been passed over for jobs because of my age. I sort of get it, but I also have spent seven years in this fucking industry full time. So it's like, uh, so it would be cool. And then I feel like a lot of older comic book store owners like just resent the younger generation. Well, bo- baby boomers resent us. Well, severely. right. I mean, that's just the, that's not just the industry. That is just right. the world exactly. at large. It's like, oh, those millennials coming in and they want things like rights and equal pay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They want health insurance. I know. What? The audacity. It, it's, yeah. It, like, I would hope to, like, sort of be like, I'm a millennial, but, like, I'm responsible. I don't know. No, I'm into it, because I think but, I mean, I think it would be a nice way of you being able to come in and be like, look, it doesn't have to be this weird niche thing that makes ever- that is gatekeeping and scary and sad. Like, yeah, geek culture and comic book culture and that kind of stuff is so mainstream right now. Why not capitalize on that and make this a welcoming place for everybody? Because that's only going to make you money. <laughs> See, that's, that's the goal at the end of the day. A rising tide floats all ships. So the better, the better, the more people like to go to a comic book store, the better. Yeah. I mean, that's always been my thing too, is like, I don't get it when people are like, oh, you don't like, I don't understand it. I don't understand the whole like, oh, but you haven't been a fan since, you know, the dawn of time. It's just, it's like definitely a projection of insecurity. Right. It's, you know, and it's like, I, I understand it because like a lot, I guess a lot of nerds or whatever myself included feel kind of uh, unconventionally uh, uh, unconventional looking so it's like Mm -hmm. when a conventionally attractive person gets into something you're like well that's just not fair because I had this quirky thing going on and now you're doing that too and you're hot and this is right stepping on my game but see I I see that also but also when it's just like a just a general normal looking person Mm-hmm. I mean, when I come into a store and then I have guys be like, yeah, but you only like Iron Man because Robert Downey Jr. is attractive. <laughs> and I'm like, well, so weird. Or I've been reading Iron Man since I could start since I could read and I didn't start because I enjoyed Robert Downey Jr. But hey, even if I did, what is wrong with that? Because at the end of the day, if I'm buying Iron Man and a bunch of people who went and saw Iron Man and like Robert Downey Jr. buy Iron Man and then 
all of the people who went and kept seeing the movies, but still keep want come into the comic book store saying, saying, tell me more about Iron Man. Also tell me more about Captain America and all the rest of the Avengers. Like where, why is that a bad thing? Because you know what it's, that means? It is the worst thing. Because you know what it means? It means that there's going to be more Iron Man things for me to buy. <laughs> because the more popular it gets, I mean, I don't need it to be oversaturated. I understand when that's a problem. But like, mm-hmm. I, the more, if pe- more people love the thing that I love, then the more, more things, more of that thing will be exist. And my book will be <laughs> like, my book won't get canceled. <laughs> like, the, right. one, the thing that I'm reading and I look forward to every month might still have a chance on the shelf. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not following your logic at all. <laughs> like, How dare you? <laughs> I'm lost. Yeah. I don't. So wait, I have to let other people like my thing. That's you lost me there. Queer, and that, right? That's the end of where I, I listened. <laughs> <laughs> I I stopped listening because I don't I realized, want other. I don't want other people to be able to talk to me about the thing I like. Yeah, it's like wow. <laughs> I just want to sit know. alone in my basement and like things. I think it's getting better though. Uh, no, it is for sure. I recently went to a pre-release for Magic the Gathering and was, like, uh, one of two women of, like, maybe 40 or 50 people, which is crazy. And Because in Chicago, it's actually more even. And everyone was, like, super nice to, well, at least me, probably this other girl, too. And they weren't gatekeepy, and they weren't like, oh, you lost at Magic because you're a girl, it was more like, oh, you lost at magic because I'm 13 and I have no responsibilities and I can put it home. This is all I I do with my time. My parents live in Thousand Oaks and I have a ton of money. And like, okay. And I'll probably invent an app one day. Yes. Yeah, that's LA. Yeah, so so I do think it's getting better. Uh, Even the youths are, are less like pigtail pulling I would like to think, and then they're all gay, from what I hear. Right, so that's good. Yeah, that makes I, me happy. Well, so I had this conversation my la- on the last episode. My Al- my guest Alex and I were talking about how like this old guard thing of like protecting this the the protecting of the characters, and like we can't change them ever because they have to look exactly the same as I remember them. Mm. They're all gonna die eventually. <laughs> And it's going to hmm. be sooner rather than later. Which the means, characters? No, the people, <laughs> the people writing. Oh, that's funny. And all of these old people, they're not going to be around much longer. And all of us young people who are like, ah, we don't care if you're gay, whatevs, like, just live your life, get to come in, we'll start taking over. Slowly, yes. we'll just be taking over. It might mm-hmm. not happen all at once. But one day, all of these old guard people will be gone, and we'll just mm-hmm. be there. Like, one's gay, and it's fine now. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, I agree. You get to be gay, and you get to be gay. If we survive, you know, like impending global warming doom, then yeah, the next generation is going to be amazing. Like, uh, we'll either even... all, it'll either all change, or we're all going to die in you know twenty thirty. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm cool with either. I realized the other day, I was going to make a status about this, but I was like, man, like, the number one health insurance plan for millennials is, like, getting hit by a car because you either 
you either get money, you can sue and get money, or you die. Right. <laughs> either one is great. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, yeah. And it's just like the ideal. And it's like, man, this, this is a real bummer. <laughs> well, I, we used to make that joke in college all the time because like, you know, I went to school in Columbia. And so every time I would cross the street and a cab would come flying around the corner at, you know, a thousand miles an hour and mm-hmm. then like throw on its brake when I brakes when I made a crosswalk an inch from hitting me in the leg. I'm like, God damn it. If you'd hit me, I would have gotten money. Yeah. <laughs> and then I wouldn't have student loans to pay off because I could pay them off right now. Seriously, like, blessed are the people who get hit by cars. Right? I could be when like... Was last, when was the last time anyone said that? Like, which generation? I guarantee you baby boomers never said anything so fucked up. No, absolutely not. Yeah. You it's know? like... My, I saw... It was like... there's a There was a tweet that was circling around that was, my generation will be remembered for me. They were dead. <laughs> it's true and the the two are not uh mutually exclusive (laughs) right it was memes and wanting to die that was it yeah like yeah no that's yeah and and how sad is it that your first thought was like oh if i got money i'd pay off my student loans (laughs) that's not even you know sustainable to you like it just is something hanging over your head it fucking sucks i know ridiculous everyone everyone is every person that i know the like most popular question that's ever existed probably is what would you do if you won the lottery? Yeah, I'd pay off my loans. Yeah. <laughs> and I would and that's like my first thought isn't I would go buy a car or a house or, you know, some charity. ridiculously lavish yeah, chair like fuck charity. Fuck charity. I am a charity. Right you are now. yeah, we're all <laughs> charities. Seriously. Please listen to my podcast. I get money if you listen to my podcast. Like, yes. I ad. I've made a dollar. Keep yes. listening and I could maybe make $10. And it's just, yeah, it's like that's, that's what's sad is that it's, I just want to not be in debt. I don't care if I, I, I won't even, I don't even need that much of a lottery win. I just like maybe have like 10 grand. <laughs> I know. And that's like uh, not that much money in comparison to a lot of things. It's just like now when I hear it, like especially like uh, living in L.A., like uh, a lot of my friends have production jobs. And so they Mm -hmm. like none of them make this money. But like I hear like these numbers being thrown around. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then on a on a show, like on a reality show, they'll win 10 grand at the end of this grueling, you know, 12 yeah. episode living with each other thing and i'm like that's nothing that's the and then they take half of it in taxes i bet like this sucks i know well that was i saw a thing about drag race like when it's like the 10 yeah. of 10 years since drag race started mm-hmm. and the um like the the first season and it's like been so long since the first season was on i barely remember it and there the first season the prize was twenty thousand dollars yeah and it was like, oh, man, I've completely forgotten about that because I'm used to, like, Rue standing there being like, $100,000. I know. And everyone, like, <laughs> like pees themselves. It, doesn't it right. suck for the first – I was thinking about that recently. The first contestant won the least amount of money. She's probably right. like yeah, – I guess it was uh, BB. Yeah. And Well, that's why uh, she came back for All Stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so there you go. So- because she didn't get a chance – like, the internet wasn't – as big of a thing when it first premiered so like that's she didn't get a chance to become meme a meme or become yeah. internet famous or gift. oh and and the whole thing like 
gay culture has rapidly, well, I should say queer culture specifically, has rapidly right. progressed in the last couple of years, thanks to the internet. And, of course. And, like, so now everyone is, like, like even, like, people who go to church where they don't agree with gay people are, like, twerking, girl! You're right. Like, okay. And you're, like, oh, please don't appropriate yeah. me. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and but it's fine now it's, yeah now it's commonplace i guess if right. it's fun to say then it's less of a it's less of a crime to god i don't know yeah well and it's like the thing is is like now it's everybody because i remember like even the beginning of drag race like you weren't making a single like you weren't cutting a, a record deal and now it's like everyone's got a single like fucking oh, yeah. monique hart and her brown cow stunning which i don't understand it stop trying it's the fetch of drag race like stop trying to make it a thing it's not a thing <laughs> like you're just trying to have the next like you're just trying to have the next catchphrase that's going to catch on like it's yeah. not first first like you're not you're not bob the drag Ooh, queen like, let first. It go. so good you're not going to be miss vanjie because miss vanjie yeah. was just a Thank moment you. yeah she was just a moment like it didn't she didn't plan that it just happened yeah <laughs> like, you know, you're gonna, you can't, you can't make yourself a viral sensation with something you plan to make a viral sensation. It just happens on its own. Hey, were you to come out to California, I would recommend coming for uh, DragCon because it's amazing. It's on my list. It's like, there's yes. so many things that I want to do. Like, I want to, the next time I come out to California, like, I want to come for DragCon. Like, I want to finish my Murder House tour. Uh, that I didn't get to f- really do a lot of um, when I was there. Uh, I want to um, go eat at Sir. Sir? <laughs> yes. Uh, because I'm obsessed with Vanderpump Rules. Oh, okay. Like, you know, a list of things that, like, I would love to do. I was just confined by I was there for a specific reason. Yeah, you so. know, people come here and they're like, oh, I'm going to visit all these people and do all these things, but everything's so fucking far away, it's impossible. I know, I didn't and you lose realize steam. that. I know, it sucks. It, you lose steam halfway through, and you're like, yeah, I'm just going to sit here, actually, and enjoy not being in the cold? I don't know. Right. Well, one of the things we did is we went up to the observatory, or like the... Griffith Observatory. Yeah. And so like we had to climb up that hill and then by the yeah. time we did that I'm like one I don't own anything that's prepared me to climb up this hill. I wear dresses almost exclusively. What made you think that I was <laughs> going to pack things that I would be able to walk up this hill in? Like, Welcome to California, bitch. And then the only reason that I was excited to go there is because around the corner was the Los Feliz murder house. So I was like cool yeah, we can go true. do that after right <laughs> so yeah. then we did and I got to go stand up there and be a looky loo and take a bunch of pictures of it so nice yeah um and then I got, we went to the um Cecil Hotel as well oh cool uh, wow. but even that was like an hour away yes yeah and then we drove is... to Anaheim oh what for we went to Disneyland oh yeah that makes sense well, Anaheim it was specific- yeah it's Disneyland well, I was specifically there because it was my friend's birthday, and so we were, went to, we were going to Disneyland for her birthday. Um, so, I mean, that was my reason for going out there was to go to Anaheim, and she, but she lives in Redondo Beach, so. Mm. 
What did but you yeah. think of Disneyland? Have you been to Disney World also? I've, I've, been, to Dis- I've been to Disney World. Um, that was my first time at Disneyland. Um, I, you know, it was, it was Disney. Um, it, it, I don't yes. have any strong memories of Disney World because it, I was very young when I went. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's probably a completely different place than, it, than what I remember mm-hmm. it being when I was a kid. Um, but I had fun. Like, I enjoyed it. I, you know, got my Disney on and did my, <laughs> did, got my mouse ears. I got my Tony Stark mouse ears and my Little Mermaid mouse ears. And I got to ride my little, the Little Mermaid ride and feel like I was five. And that was great. And, um, you know, I got what I needed out of it. I was really bummed <laughs> that all the Marvel stuff was gone by the time oh, I got there. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. No. They take. So I guess the pavilion that used to be like the space stuff was uh-huh. it had turned. It was like Marvel World or oh. gone. And they just like replaced it with this like half ass Star Wars exhibit thing. Oh, yeah. In preparation for building up the Star Wars world. And, like, they had a little bit of Marvel stuff over by where the tower, the um, Guardians of the Galaxy ride is. But, like, not a lot of it. And I was like, oh, that's a bummer. And, like, they went in going, yeah, there's this big Marvel place. We're all excited to go. And then we got there and we're like, "Eh, it's not here. Oh. How sweet is the Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy ride, though? It was pretty good. So good. it's so I wanted good. to be I wanted to be pissy because I like Tower of Terror, but goddamn, it was so cool with like yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, and I think that's the thing that was so cool about it is it's like that they took the time to put they didn't just throw up some shit. Like they yeah. didn't just take it and be like, eh, now it's Guardians of the Galaxy and yeah. we slapped no, on they, some branding. Like they got the actors to like do the thing and like yeah. it is they made that I mean, insane puppet of Rocket that's just so right. cool. I so know cool. they put they really put some effort into it. Yeah. They really made it. They, it wasn't cheesy and it wasn't hokey and it wasn't, it wasn't like a, oh, yeah, it's the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Like yeah. they made it, they made it worth it. And like, yeah, I was also, I loved Tower of Terror and like, that mm. was one of the first like adult rides that I went on was the, the Tower of Terror in, um, d- at Disney World. And I was like, very like, I was a little bummed to find out that it wasn't a Tower of Terror anymore. And then my mm-hmm. friends were like, no, but it's Guardians of the Galaxy ride. And it's actually really cool. And we yeah. got there and I was like, okay, this is actually really cool. Yeah. It was so. kind of my favorite ride like <laughs> in a long time. I felt like I was going to die after I got off of it because wow, yes. does, wow does that gravity drop not feel great when you're 33 um, <laughs> versus when you are 12. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I definitely did. It definitely wreaked havoc on my body. But oh, uh, no. it was I was very shaky. And I was like, Oh, God, um, I am in hell. <laughs> but it was it was worth it because it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So being in pain is great. Right? Yeah. Who doesn't love pain? I wasn't in pain. I just did not feel I felt very shaky and very like, Even like better. I, like is being I, discombobulated right is great. I felt like I had just maybe I this it's I felt maybe like what it's like to be a little kid who got trapped in a dryer <laughs> 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 like that's what oh, I think no. it might have felt like but oh no yeah and it was an we went in October too so it wasn't like really hot it was 
we there was actually a wildfire going on. <laughs> that sounds about right. So it was nice because it added to the Halloween ambiance, and it was like the sky was very like orange but clouded over gray, and then all of the Halloween decorations were up because it was like mid October, and we're like, yeah, I'm actually kind of digging this vibe. Like, sucks about the right? fires. But yeah. also, this is a great day. It's not hot. Yeah. The sun, it's overcast, so the sun isn't beating down us. So it was like a cool 65 to 70 degrees the whole day. Nice. Yeah. So it was like, it was a very mild afternoon of standing in line. It was like, all right, I'm into <laughs> this. Awesome. So, yeah. All right. So if you, so you're, we got sidetracked, but that happens on this show. So it's fine. Yeah. Um. So you're, you'd go in, you'd fix up stores yeah um and then so yes there would be a budget behind it to try to like make it a cleaner store and a and like give them some new stuff but not like you know not like gut the place but like yeah maybe yeah. we can use some new shelving yeah you know if we're talking about this realistically there's um a dude who just created a very very retailer friendly uh point of sale system so i guess i would team up with him and, you know, we would install the system and they would be super happy because it's so much better than the shitty diamond uh, POS that they don't care about. Uh, so, wow, yeah. diamond does something that's not great. Hmm. I know. I, um, <laughs> for my side gig, I call retailers and get feedback like on like IDW and, and the point of sale system, whatever. Yeah. This guy who does Comic Hub. And this woman was telling me she, she runs uh, Aw Yeah Comics in Indiana and she was like yeah like the the POS system that Diamond owns will have different titles than the titles on Diamond so like if it's the woods on Diamond it'll be woods in the POS system and I was like that's <laughs> literally anarchy <laughs> like that is oh, literally bad crazy because then you just don't know what to look up and she's like sometimes right. the titles don't even make it in there they don't include all the one shots so when X-Men Black, uh, five issues of X-Men Black come out with all different titles I don't know about, I'm like, what the fuck? It's just like tomfoolery. So I feel, and it's very expensive. It's a very expensive program and people pay it off and then they feel like chained to it. So it fucking right. sucks. Yeah. So I would, I would free them of that, get them with, um, with Comic Hub and um maybe fix up the store and change the lighting and i guess i would do a lot of research about um like retail uh psychology basically or yeah. maybe just pay someone to be there who already did that work well that yeah you should probably cool. you know you could probably because like those makeover shows too sometimes have like i'm the idea guy and i'm the yeah. guy who's the practical guy that can make this stuff happen and like so you Pong could probably like a menagerie of people the porn right. stars guy was like oh this is shark leather oh my buddy <laughs> is an expert in shark leather right. oh turns this out is... it's super illegal sorry bro <laughs> right this is this is my buddy he is he's a he's a purveyor of rare coins made out of wood and vinyl and uh with the etching of a celebrity you've never heard of let me yeah. go, let me give him a call yeah so, That's so maybe I could have like my retail person. Earl is definitely my co-host, one hundred percent. Perfect. Possibly Tom Morrison can be on the show too because he he's like wedged into the comic industry and has a delightful personality. Absolutely. And maybe just, he could drive us. 
Listen, I'd watch a show with Tom and you oh, and Earl. Right? Yeah. Right? It's like the three of you are the hosts and you then you have like people that you call in to help you with the the gut of, this, of it of like the renovation portion. Like yeah. and you just cuz like Tabitha Tabitha Coffee is not getting into the salon and fixing all of the problems herself. She has right. a vision and then people come in overnight and do all of that stuff and then she comes back and be like, "Look what I gave you." Well, and I like, would do the work because I'm very hands-on, and so is Gordon Ramsay. That's fair. So I would like to sh- I would like to do the work, and I think it actually looks good for for someone my age and gender, I guess, to like be willing to like do dirty shit to get the store fixed. <laughs> That's fair. You know, so, it's not. Yeah, dude, it could just be a really great road trip sh- road trip show. Yeah, of, like you and Tom and Earl driving around. Totally, like, oh man, we gotta get Tom in on this, man. Tom, Tom would be down. Earl, I don't know if he would travel in a in a which van, is, but which is a bummer. But like, if he won't come, that's fine. You, I would still, I would still watch the shit out of you and Tom on a road trip, like driving up <laughs> to somewhere, being like, "Listen, this is this is um, Billy's Comics in fucking nowhere." And we're going to go in and fix it. And then you walk in and it's just like this flap jawed neck beard. And you're like, we got to fix this place for you, bro. And then right. you're like, here's my idea. Here's what I'm thinking. And then the retail person, the three of you, like, take it apart, put it together, make it look spiffy. And then be like, here's how you fix your, fix your social media. And here's how you fix your life. And, like, here's how you not be a <laughs> here's, – here's how you get a girlfriend. I don't know. Like, yeah, whatever I, I you can need. certainly try, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm there for maybe a couple days. Like they can, you know, ask me AMA, you know, but mostly, mostly it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be like, and people love progress shows. So it'll be like, right. here's this gross fucking ass comic store. And now I fixed it. You're welcome. Right. Now it's a pretty ass comic store. And now I've promoted it. Right and now, you know where it is, you dumb shit. So go there for free comic book day. Right, that'll be my closing line. <laughs> you <Yeah>. dumb shits. <laughs> you dumb shits. <laughs> go there. Come here. Come to my comics. You dumb shit. You dumb. Shits. There'll be t-shirts, dude, with my face right. going. You dumb shit. You dumb shits. <laughs> I don't know who'd carry it. I guess sci-fi. <laughs> I mean, or TLC. <clears throat> probably get that yeah i mean tlc's got all that shit yeah tlc i mean i don't know you could probably get it on bravo make it a little gay oh you know yeah yeah make it gay okay yeah we can i mean we can do that throw in a gay a couple of gays i don't know i yeah i'll have to i mean i'll guess i'll come on as your token gay every now and then if you want yeah yeah be like listen this is kelsey she's she's our token gay yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. And I'll be um, like, listen, I I am feeling this vibe. I'm not feeling this vibe. Yeah, you'll just, that'll be your <laughs> one thing that you do is feel the vibe. Yeah. We'll literally bring you with, like, thousands of miles just so you can walk in and kind of Marie Kondo it and be like, yeah, right. I feel this vibe. <laughs> right. I'll just come in and be like, mm, it doesn't bring, it doesn't spark joy. Yeah. But it, like, I can't use we that. We can't say that. We'll get sued. So be like, yeah, I'm not feeling the vibe. Like, yeah, this isn't my vibe. Yeah, that's your thing. Yeah. yeah. Come in and be uh. like, listen, I feel like my vibe is telling me that, like, the, 
uh, the the pest dispenser should go over here. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> that and there wall, it is. That wall of pops is doing nothing for me. Dude, what if I wanted the pop at the very bottom? You've got to re- you've got to reconfigure this whole thing. Oh no! Oh no! <clears throat> Oh, man, so, I'm seeing dollar signs. I am, too. I feel like, listen, sometimes you guys, I, you guys have really great dreams that could be real things. And I 100% want them to be. And I hope that you'll remember this podcast and our friendship when you make this a real thing. Yeah, like, I guess I'm in the right place to do it, huh? I just you really are. To- I need to go on a Tinder equivalent of finding a producer with a lot of money and be like, yo, I guess it's called LinkedIn or something <laughs> to that effect. I don't know if LinkedIn is how, is <laughs> hey, how movies get made. You know that Tinder for finding a job? <laughs> Do you mean LinkedIn? <laughs> yeah. But you, you can also sleep with people. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, absolutely you can. If the job thing doesn't work out, maybe. Hey, what kind of job are you looking for, you know? I Listen, I just, I think that also you just created a great new marketing campaign. It's like Tinder, but for finding a job. Yeah, but it doesn't, nobody's it doesn't actually exist. on. Nobody, uh, LinkedIn? Yeah, like nobody actually likes LinkedIn. Like LinkedIn is like your dad is on LinkedIn. So I can make it more of a swipe right, swipe left sort right. of thing. You mm. could, no, I'm saying it, it exists, but you could like sell, you could pitch that as a marketing campaign to them and be like, listen, you can call, you can say it's like Tinder, but for finding a job and then people yeah. might be more interested in it. Mm. Well, I have a reservation. That's how the Fire Festival app was set up uh, <laughs> to book celebrities. So I know <laughs> now I'm feeling like I'm discouraged. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Yeah. I mean, just one of those things. In fairness, though, I, my yes. counterpoint to you is that <laughs> LinkedIn does actually exist and is a functioning business. True. So you're just coming up with a different marketing campaign for them. You're not yeah. scamming a bunch of people to a thing that doesn't exist and taking all of their money. Hmm. But what if I also did that, like with this LinkedIn thing? I, I found <laughs> I found me second dream. <laughs> I found me second dream. <laughs> me second dream is to hack into LinkedIn and and fire festival it. <laughs> Just just to watch it burn. I mean, that one is between you and your god, Allie. Like- <laughs> and burn burn is spelled B-Y-R-N. Some Me and just- my god. Holy shit. <laughs> Some people just want to watch the world burn and that person burn. is Allie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Mostly just yeah. LinkedIn, though. Yeah, I don't even have anything against LinkedIn. You just decided it in this moment. I know. (laughs) I'm a monster. (laughs) What did LinkedIn do to you? (laughs) I know. I just have never been on it, honestly. I I am on it only in the sense that, like, it's nice to have connect. I like to see when my friend, like, people that I'm professionally, I know professionally, but, like, don't really want to be friends with them on Facebook. And I, but I like, I like seeing you. where they're going with their careers because it makes me happy when people flourish in their chosen careers 
Wow. Um, and it's all, but it's also a scary place because like I have connections and I feel like in some situation, like on Facebook, you understand that when I, my dad posts some weird fucking Trump shit, you know, oh, that's Kelsey's dad. She doesn't have a choice. Like she, she's right. related to him. But like in a professional setting, just because we have the same name, you don't necessarily know that that's my dad. So it's just like, oh, why are you connected to this guy who's like posting all of this weird like Trump stuff on LinkedIn? Like, that's why funny. are you bringing your politics to LinkedIn, buddy? Just what? Oh, no. And so because, it, it, because it's like Facebook, I guess. Right. Well, it is apparently for my dad. And so I just like I'm sitting here and so it's like my mom's like I just I am concerned for you and your brother on this in the sense of LinkedIn like I don't want your dad to be the reason why you don't get a job. <laughs> and I was like listen I feel like in this day and age I would hope that you would look at Kelsey Decknoddle and Bruce Decknoddle and go oh they are <laughs> probably related she doesn't have a choice here. <laughs> I don't see the connection. Uh, right? No. I mean That's a very least... common last name. Right? It is. I now I now have heard of two people who have it and they just happen to be related, but I'm just right. saying. Wait did I tell you about Kyle, my brother, who also oh, yeah. has my last name. Whoa, that's three people I racking know. them up. And my mother, Deborah. Ooh. I could go all day. Lucky, you and your your very common last name. I know all fifteen. Mm-hmm. I think there's. I said this thing the other day. I was with. I was talking to Kirk at work at the store, and I was talking. We were Aww. talking about how there are like, I said, fifteen people with my last name because they were talking about how nobody can pronounce my last name, and I was. Uh, I said there's only fourteen people with my last name. I think it's. 13 now though because one, one of them just died and he oh. went oh that's sad <laughs> he got very upset oh you upset kirk <laughs> caitlin was like that's just how she is like that's how she handles things it's just being being morbid funny like i was like you know me but that's amazing it was poor, just poor kirk there are 13 now because one of them died oh it was my I grandma. It's that's, fine. That's sad. I wasn't really all that broken up about it. But anyway, <laughs> let's not get into my family issues. That's a different uh, podcast. That's a different podcast. That's the side podcast. <laughs> I made up. Um, a, I made up. I already have made up like four different side podcasts on this podcast. I believe it. One of them is about how P.T. Barnum is a garbage person. Sure. Um. One of them actually did become a podcast. So, congrats. congrats. Now I have two podcasts. Whoa. I mother, know. Mother of two podcasts. Mother of two podcasts. Wow. Same amount of dragons as Daenerys has. Yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah. Because she only has two now. Yeah. Because that one died and now it's an ice dragon. Wow. <clears throat> anyway <Spoilers. laughs> listen huge, if you are huge spoilers the last season is a po- is coming and if you are not caught up that's on you yeah as ruby would say 
That's on me. That's on me. <laughs> Good old shout out to Ruby. It's you- hard. It's hard to like. I use a lot of her sayings here, and I I can't explain. Do you Do you remember the day when she told me that we weren't friends because she had yeah. enough friends? Oh yeah, <laughs> clear as day, dude. I'll never forget that. And you oh, handled it like a champ. Cool. <laughs> like, well, what am I supposed to say? Like, I wasn't really all that broken up about it. I know. <laughs> well, she she really liked my friend Ryan Parrish, <clears throat> so she would like. He, but he always wanted to just kind of gently disengage. So whenever she would say something like she liked something, he would just say the opposite of it. So if she was like, "I really like Prince Charles," he'd be like, "Yeah, I'm not a fan of." Uh, <laughs> Uh, of uh, royalty because they automatically think they're better than people <laughs> and you just like go into it. <laughs> she'd be like, I like Superman. would be like, yeah, but blah, blah. <laughs> it was very uh, diplomatic. It was That's super fair. funny. Yeah. All right. It was, it was a good way to handle it. Well, that is lovely. Yes. And I'm into it. And I'm also into your dreams. Thank you. And I'm also, what a lovely, what a lovely podcast chat this has been. It has been, and I'm also into you. Aw, and everything that you're about. Aw, <laughs> that's why we're waifus. I know, and I miss you so much. Aw, well, yeah, I'll be. <laughs> if you don't take off for California, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll be in C2E2. I hope you're here, girl. I uh, just told you I didn't have enough. I didn't barely have money to go to C2E2. I'm only going because CNSC peer pressured me into it. Yeah, but you had a dream about it. I don't I know. <laughs> I don't even know so. why you were just on my mind because I knew we were talking today. So I just had a oh, weird yes. dream with you in it. Fair, fair. And my cats were sleeping on my face because it's cold outside. So mm. I get that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, totally. So, but yeah, I will uh, see you then, and I'm very excited yeah. about it. Yeah, it's also the 10 year yes. anniversary of C2E2 and the 10 year anniversary of CNSC. So, like, that's wow. pretty cool. That's crazy. So, yeah. Well, is there anything that you want to plug while you're here? Oh, well, I manage a comic book store. It's in Pasadena, California, and it's called Collector's Paradise in Pasadena, California. Yeah, go check out Allie. She'll give you good recommendations for great books. Shit, yeah, well, <clears throat> you dumb shits. <laughs> Sometimes she might give you recommendations for books you don't want to read, but you're going to read them anyway. You know why? Because oh. Allie told you to. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. False advertising. Everything I recommend is great, first of all. I didn't say it wasn't great. I said you might not want to read it, but then Allie, Ooh, will, true. Allie will say you should read this, and then you will, and then you'll like it despite yourself. And then you'll like it, yeah. That's okay. Okay, that's fair. Because you did that to me a couple of times. Oh, good. And we had a fight about one of them. Yes. Yes, <laughs> we did. And then I liked it anyway. Yeah, I didn't like it, but I did read it, and I did enjoy reading it. Yeah, it was totally so. a superior Iron Man or something. It, it was superior yes. Iron Man. It was one hundred percent superior. Iron yeah, Man. I remember that. <laughs> uh, good times. It was good times. <laughs> yes, uh, I don't know if you knew this. Uh, this this will be my last thing I say. I promise. But the Graham Crackers Chicago Loop website page still has that YouTube video I made 
or the the, the oh it does Eisner I video yeah oh my god you should I watch need to it go find it again because I remember it's right being there on in the page. that yeah you're in that you have a big part <laughs> in it I show it to customer like customers that I really like out here I'm like this is my old store and this is my lady site and that's Ruby and that's my friend Dara and that's Matt Streets and they're just like I don't know what's happening but you're just you seem like really excited you're very excited about these people I'm never gonna meet <laughs> yeah I do never gonna see again although I was showing it to like um one of my customers who's really into music and he in the background he's like oh my god that guy's like the drummer in this like really famous band that I don't remember and I was like oh sh- yeah of course, he's our regular customer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Well. Yeah, you should rewatch that. I will. I'm going to. I might post. Listen, I'm going to post it in show notes. <laughs> yeah. Please watch this video of us when we yes. were young and our comic book store was nominated for an Eisner. Yeah. Which. Uh, another podcast. I'll get into that. <laughs> robbed yeah Rob- <laughs> yes and that's the name of that podcast and the whole podcast is just, just about that situation right 500 episodes of just me <laughs> complaining about this one thing it can be done i believe you yeah and they're each an hour yeah, right. um okay i'll let you all right well move on. i i appreciate you and i miss you and i love you and i will see you in in march yes you will and i hope that you have a good rest of your night and you too girl i'm glad that you came and chatted with me tonight yeah i love discussing me dream i love hearing you dream (laughs) i love you dream too (laughs) you dream i dream we dream dream you you dream podcast, me dream be on podcast. We we dream. We dream good time. Yeah. <laughs> so this that's is like, this is bizarro. We're just bizarro now. No, no, I like your idea of it being a lantern. <laughs> it's just a it's like a bizarro lantern. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's the great bizarro it's, lantern. It's great I bizarro swear to God, lantern. do not let any block this <laughs> podcast from anyone at DC. <laughs> I am fucking charging into the that office tomorrow morning. <laughs> Listen, like, Jeff Johns, sit yeah. down. Do I have an idea for you? Dan, Jim, uh, <laughs> Jeff, all of you get in my office. Aren't you, I don't, like, Stuart's ex-girlfriend? Yeah, but that's not important. I don't have an office. Let's just go into one of yours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to pick this office. I'm going to grab an ice cream, too, because I know you have them in here. <laughs> so I'm going to do that, too. But then you got to hear this idea that I have. <laughs> While I eat this ice cream. While I eat this ice cream. For dramatic effect. <laughs> I hope you've got a pen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or an iPad. Pad. Or an iPad for this I scream. For my dream. For me dream. <laughs> for me dream. And that segues into <laughs> Zaro Greylander. He dreamed too. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is quality. All of I know. This, this I know. could just be it. <laughs> <laughs> great. Well, on Grey Lanterns, I am going to let you go. Yes. I will talk to you soon. Okay, cool. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
thank you so much for joining us on this episode of No Budget Dreams. I'm Kelsey Nicole. Uh, please feel free to check out Collector's Paradise in Pasadena, California. If you are in that neck of the woods or you live there and are looking for a new place to shop, she is great. Allie will never steer you wrong. I will tell you, I have many a recommendation that Allie has given me and that I didn't think I would like it and I loved it. So please check her out. Um, again, check us out on social media at No Budget Dreams Pod on Instagram, at No Budget Dreams on Twitter. Uh, reach out to me via email, nobudgetdreamspod at gmail.com, and check out nobudgetdreams.com. Also, check out my sister podcast, The Shipping Manifest, where my co-host Kyle and I rank the ships of the world, uh, not boats, mind you, but your ships from all across, right now mostly comic books, also some varied media as well. So we rank if you love where we think Batcat is versus Wonder Bat in the terms of fandom shipping. So check us out, that drops that will also be dropping soon. We have a few episodes under our belt. We really appreciate the support. Again, I am so glad that you listened to this episode and thanks for coming on this journey with me.